please make welcome the Ball and All podcast, James Tiger Woods, Beric Eckerbarts, and the king of speaking in the third person, Steve Condor Condo Condon. Okay, Monday's experts. We are back on the couch. Uh, sunny day here on the uh, on the on the north coast. Uh, welcome, James. You're here on the coast. Uh, Barnsey, you're on the phone, and uh, Satsy's down in Newcastle. Yep, I'm here. Good, um, good to be calling in, lads. How are we? We're good, Barnsey. Do you have uh, do you have a good weekend? Super 15, uh, Super Rugby started over the weekend. How'd you find that? Yeah, it did, mate. Yeah, a few um. Couple of interesting results, I think. Uh, the uh, especially in New Zealand there with the Chiefs beating the Crusaders, that was a bit of an upset. Crusaders led at half time, but the Chiefs come over them um, pretty strongly in the second half to win comfortably. So that was a bit of an upset. But uh, here in Aussie, Brumbies knocked off the Tars in the annual derby there. So Brumbies have just got a settled side, mate, and um, you know pretty pretty well coached. So they showed their class there and then the Reds up in Townsville they were a bit disappointing I think it was you know, nearly 50 points in the end they got dusted by considering it was, it was even at half time so um, yeah they got a few things to fix up before next week That Queensland side's pretty good this year isn't it? Yeah it's reasonably solid I think um, you know obviously Michael Liner's son got his first start and he was alright he's pretty solid in the first half and then um, you know the Hurricanes the game got a bit loose and that Hurricanes love that stuff the Reds weren't uh just weren't able to go with them. And, you know, once those Kiwi sides get a bit of momentum and get on a roll, it's tough to rein them in. So, yeah, Brad Thorne will have a bit of work to do come round two. But, yeah, it'll be interesting. I sort of You sort of get a real gauge around round three and four. Um, you know, and you think sides like the Crusaders and a few of these others will, will get their act together. Um, the Blues were really classy. I don't know if anyone watched that, but they, you know, they put 40 on the Highlanders who aren't a bad side. So... They're going to uh, they're going to be powerful again, Barnsey. Um, I watched with interest the Tars Brumbies game. Uh, the young fullback I know league clubs chased uh, Max Jorgensen pretty hard. Um, yeah. What's your What's your take on him? Gee, he looks like he's uh, really quick. Yeah. Well, he, he couple of, couple of tries too. Especially the first one was impressive. You know, he had he fed three people pretty much uh, in order to get that. He's not a big guy. Uh, he's small, but he looks one of those guys who's really strong deceptively strong for his size. So he's the son of Peter Jorgensen. Um, played a couple of tests for the Wallabies and obviously played a lot for the Roosters and that back in the day as well. So, yeah, the little fella can move. He was really impressive in the trials. And and uh, I think, you know, they wanted to probably um, blood him a little bit behind Kirtley Beal, but obviously with circumstances that have happened in the off-season, he's come in a bit, uh, probably a bit earlier than was expected and only 18 years old. He's actually, I think, the second youngest ever to boost the Tars. So, yeah, no, he's a good prospect. Um, so we'll move on to the cricket. Big news overnight, um, led by Beth Mooney and, and Gardner. Obviously, the uh, the Aussies, the Aussie women's uh, T20 side, like, just, can they, can they be beaten? Did you watch any of the highlights, Woody? Gee, I, they're good. I watched a little bit of the uh, semi-final highlights, but... I don't think they've... Have they lost a game of cricket lately? Well, they beat South Africa. I mean, the, the semi, as we touched on on Friday, was a really tense contest against India. Uh, Barnsley, I'm sure you watched a bit of it this morning, but they beat South Africa by 20. But that innings by Beth Mooney, uh, like, yeah, I don't know. The leadership there, I, their, their record, they'd probably have to be probably one of the better performing Aussie national sides full stop, wouldn't they, Barnsley? 
Well, I think they've got to be in the running for a lot of these. You know those Team of the Year awards? Yeah, they, yeah. You know, Laureus and these sort of big companies that obviously put up for these big awards at the end of the year, and it's usually won by American teams and stuff. And I think the All Blacks have broken into the ranks a couple of times. But, you know, they, they're so consistent. Um, and I suppose they've been on the, on the top of the professionalism aspect probably before a lot of these other teams. You're starting to see, you know, the Indias and the South Africa's England catching up a little bit now. But, you know, I think just our class when it comes to big games, like Beth Mooney, if you look at her stats, I think in the last five finals, I think she's got over 50. So when it matters, she is exceptional. She she won man of the match last night. And Ash Gardner has continued her rich rich vein of form. She was player of the tournament. And she's picking up over five hundred grand, I think, for this IPL. Yep. In a uh, in a month or so's time. So it's, and yeah. uh, and Barnsley, that's uh, I think it's just shy six hundred her contract. It's three weeks' work. Incredible, isn't it? Well, it's just well, I think it's great for these girls to get this this sort of money and get their due because you know, like, like I turn on Fox Sports now and you you know all the girls' names now. Mm. You're starting to get a, you know a clear picture of their backstory and what they've had to overcome to get where they are and. I think they're genuine superstars, not just from a female perspective either. I think young boys and that are, are sort of looking up to them now and um, just through the way they've been covered. And I think it's probably, you know, as a result of Fox Sports losing a number of other things, they've had to focus heavily on the women's game and it's paying dividends for these girls. Now, Barnsley, uh, we know you've got to uh, shoot off and uh, get the kids to school, but uh, we're going to move on to the NRL with Jared in a sec. But I just want to flag that we've set up the ball and all tipping comp. and. Um, yep. I think you sort of think that you're a bit of a tipster. I think you'd probably say that you're better I, than Woody and Condo. Um, how we, do I say that? I can't. I don't. No, even I'm know saying what it. Is. No, I'm, I, I'm mate, saying I it. I don't even know how to tip. We only have to I tip winners. No, no, not What's bad. That? No, not bad. Just tip winners. So it's a tipping comp. Tip winners. Yeah. yeah right, so okay. we've got we've got lots yeah. of support from our uh, our sponsors, Yulee's, uh, Lennox Pizza Pasta, the station. So there's going to be Elders, lots of good yep. pri- yeah lots of good prizes going through. But I think um, if you agree, I want to challenge anyone that can out tip over uh, different periods. We'll pick the period. Woody and I might be after six rounds, okay. twelve rounds. It'll be random. You, me, right. Woody, and Jared. Are you in? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. And get Sats in. Satsbet, mate, Satsbet's got his own tipping company. Sure. No, He's well, I, I think the thing with Sats is he, he he is definitely a part of it, but he might beat us because he's a pretty good tipster, I think. What well, do you mate, reckon? He's got his own betting company. It's expected. He should, should be pretty good. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm horrible. I, I, like, I, I like tipping. I'm just horrible because I get emotional. So if I oh. fucking hate a team, I won't tip them and they fucking generally win. But I'm, I'm keen. I'm down. Okay, so uh, so all our listeners have to do, Barnsley, is just jump onto iTip Footy. Uh, there's an app or the website. Okay. Um, I've put it up on social media. Uh, we've actually the numbers are flowing in. I think we'll end up with pretty good tipping comp. It'll be twenty bucks in, um, first past the post, and lots of good prizes uh, along the way. Okay, that sounds bloody good. So, iTip Footy, hey? Yep, is it under footy. the uh, ball and all? Yeah, the ball and all. So get Archie onto it because I know he's a good tipster. <laughs> we won't be able to pay yeah, him in beer, right. but maybe pizzas. Yep. All right. Sounds good, boys. Right, It'll be you... a good round. So Melbourne and Tara first up, though. Oh, that'll be a good game. Bank West Stadium. Three sleeps, Woody. I know. Pete's frothing. Peter Wynn scores. <laughs> got his new shop opening. He's going to be chasing people down the street with a Parramatta scarf, trying to strangle people <laughs> on the way to the game. So 
Giddy up. Mate, has he got any orders in since last year's grand final? I reckon everything in the Southern Hemisphere would have been sold out, wouldn't it? Yeah, I think it was. That was his problem. I don't think they expected to make the grand final. Oh, it didn't have enough stock. The the para jerseys were out of stock. I think another big club like in the finals was out. It might have been Souths. They'd run out of yeah. They'd run out of stock because they just weren't expecting um, so much interest in the jerseys towards that end of the year. He obviously doesn't have any dragons or tigers on the shelf. No, they just they have so they sell tumbleweed. Like the tumbleweeds that go down the street, you just got a little logo on them as they go past. So when when Parramatta are winning, the shop just goes berserk. Yeah, I yeah, think right. so. Yeah, I think it's like the big clubs like Canterbury, uh, Souths, um, Para, and then maybe Penrith when they're really yeah, doing right. well, like those bigger supported base clubs. They go, yeah, he goes bananas. Right, we'll dial uh, Jared in. We'll get his wrap for uh, for the week. How he's going to go about things, and hopefully we'll have some uh, best bets towards the end of the week. All right, boys. Hey, good luck with it, fellas. Tip well. I'll um, I'll speak to you soon. See you, Baz. Starting to fall. Peachy! The Peachy dummy! Then Dykes! Now back for Peachy! Oh, look at Andrew Johns, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> he's had a bi- he's had a couple of big scoops on the weekend, hasn't he? He's had a big weekend. He's he signed uh, he signed Farnworth and and Flegler and from the Broncos. So gee, cross town, you'd have to be pretty happy waking up Monday morning, wouldn't you, Jared? Oh, they're two very big signings, two very big signings, and uh, key positional players, uh, two guys with the best form of their career in front of them. Uh, very good gets for the Dolphins and very big uh, misses for the Broncos. It was that sort of, I mean, you sort of hear murmurs of potential signings, but those were sort of left field, weren't they? Well, uh, yeah, I think, um, you know, Flegler, you know, the media reports would seem to say has been in various different conversations with different uh, clubs over recent months trying to make a decision. Um the Farnworth one hadn't really uh, hit the media, although he only signed a one-year deal at his last signing. Um, so, yes, flown under the radar a little bit, but two very good gets. And that will then, I'm sure, help them over the next three to four months pick up a few more quality signings for next year. Dolphins have arrived, Woody. I, have, have either of those two played any junior or, like, their first grades before they made the NRL? Were they... Were they Playing with the Dolphins? Or oh, were they, were they Redcliffe like, Juniors? Yeah, were they part oh, of that I don't area? Know that actually, you know, like did they? No, have... no. I think both have come through all their lower grades uh, in development at the Broncos, so Whoa. that even uh, makes it a little, yeah. uh, little harder. Jeez, Benny Eichen wouldn't be very happy this morning. Uh, he'd be choking on his Wheaties. Yeah. Well, and and just add to the flavour of that that only a couple of weeks ago they announced the the re-signing to a two-year extension for the coach and then a couple of weeks later, key players are signing elsewhere. I'm not sure what we read into that, but um, it's not good for the Broncos. Righto, so uh, let's start on your recap um, for the week ahead. We've only we've only got three more sleeves, so we're pretty excited here. Well, there's no sleep here. I'm just crunching numbers, <laughs> looking at video, um, bring on the footy. Uh, yeah, just to recap, my top eight, I went the Roosters, the Rabbits, the Panthers, the Sharks, the Cowboys, the Storm, the Sea Eagles, and the Raiders. So 
seagulls I've got going in, I've got the eels coming out. If you're looking at longer-term plays, there's been a couple of interesting moves. Um, I backed the Roosters earlier uh, a number of weeks ago at six fifty. They're in the $5 now to win the competition. Uh, the other big move over the last two weeks has been the Rabbits um, to win the competition. They were $12, which certainly looked very, very much overs. They're now $9. Um, and I thought um, a couple of other interesting plays. I've got the Panthers uh, line ball to make the top four. I thought the $2.70 for them to miss the top four was overs, and I've had an interest around that. And I think if you're a Sea Eagles fan, um, specking your team to make the top eight or make the top four, I certainly think that they'll give you a run into the months ahead. I, I like the look of what they're going to bring to the season. They look very fit. They look very well drilled. If they get 16 or more games out of Tommy T, I think they're going to be right amongst the top eight. So on Thursday, Jared, we're going to look at uh, we're going to highlight three three games, the three standout games in our opinion, um, and we're going to do a quick preview on those. You're going to give um, you're going to give your eight tips and your best bet. So what are the three games that we're highlighting at this stage for Thursday? Um, I haven't narrowed it down, but I, I think probably uh, the highlight games might be. Let's do the first one. Everybody, I'm sure, going into Thursday night is going to be keen to see what. Parramatta and the Storm bring, although the game is going to be devoid of a lot of players out for both sides with injuries. But let's let's start with that one. Let's also have a look at the Panthers, title holders at home against the Broncos in week one. I thought one of the other nice games of the weekend is going to be that matchup at Shark Park where Cronulla have a very good record at home against uh, the Rabbits, who are bringing a lot of flavour to this year's season. Everybody expects them to be a top four, if not a top two contender. So we might look at those three games. We'll go through each of them with a bit of a preview, then the eight tips for the week, then the best bet for the week, and we'll see if anybody on the panel's got anything to add to that. Um, And also, Woody and I are pretty excited because we've launched the uh, Ball and All tipping comp, and we're going to throw it out there to our listeners that anyone that can beat us at certain stages during the year, as in Sats, Berwick, Woody myself and you, so they've got to beat all of us, so we're, yep. we're, we're going to sort of fight as a team, um, there'll be prizes, so there'll be Yuli's uh, Ball and All Beer, there'll be pizzas, there'll be all sorts of things, so um, uh, get amongst that, I think uh, it's going to be a good, it's going to be a good uh, we're going to make it a bit of fun, but also it'll be $20 entry and first past the post, so you know, if we get, a, if we get 100, uh, 100 entries, it's two grand, giddy up. Two grand. And, and so can anyone on the panel win the 2000 or does it have to be a uh, listener? No, no, Jared. If, you're, if we're all investing $20 into this, we're taking the fucking kitty one way or another. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. Okay, there you go. And also, uh, right, well, Jared, we're going to highlight each week. Um, it doesn't have to be a best bet and we're going to leave the responsibility with you. Woody's going to have some input on Thursday as well, but we're going to come up with either a best bet or a multi. Um, I've set up a little betting account uh, under the ball and all that we can put money back into a charity or whatever if, if we win money by the end of the year. Uh, and I think that's a great idea. The only stipulation would be that Woody can't have more than three multi leagues. I've yeah. heard about his thirty. I've yeah. heard about his thirty-three multi leagues. Yeah, uh, that, that's what I need to calm down on. I tried. I tried one of them last week at sunset. Went, There's shh. a reason bookmakers drive Mercedes Benz. Woody. <laughs> yeah. I know. Righto. Well, uh, anything else happening on the NRL, NRL front that we should be aware of before we uh, get back into it on Thursday, Jared? No, no. Lots to do. Uh, crunching the games, preparing the previews. So uh, we'll have a lot to talk about on Thursday. 
Beautiful, mate. Well, we'll uh, we'll catch you bright and early Thursday, and can't wait for the NRL to kick off on F- Thursday night. Firing up. Look forward to it. Okay. See you, mate. See you, Jeff. Woody, uh, so we move on to uh, what we were watching over the weekend. Now, I'll start because I, very remiss of me, I hadn't actually watched it and uh, it was tipped off to me by a friend on the weekend. But have you watched Unbroken, which is, a, it's a short doco, oh, actually it goes for about 45 minutes, on Mark McMorris after his accident in the backcountry at Whistler and his fight to, well, firstly, um, to just get back to decent health, but then he's run into the Olympics I, I've seen the preview for it. I have not watched it, but oh, watch it. I, I followed it. I follow him on social media. I, I did see like him post. I don't know, maybe six weeks after the accident, he nearly died. Yeah, luckily his brother was there, and his brother. It's, it was his brother and yeah, another, Craig. Yeah, Craig another, and another mate, snowboarder. Yeah, that had first aid experience to like you know do the right stuff to get him because it was he he he'd ruptured something. It was it's pretty his, heavy. Well, what he did so they were. As these sno- yeah, as these snowboarders do, they were sort of building jumps in certain areas, and it was um, the cloud had sort of come in. So they decided that they were going to launch off this jump that they sort of set up in between trees, like there was sort of a bit of a gap into the trees. So they went down. They had numerous um, trial runs, and they weren't just going off it. They were doing twists and yeah, all, yeah. all the sorts of stupid things yeah, they yeah, do. Yeah. And Craig, his brother, had worked out that if you twisted to the left first you just put yourself closer to the tree so you had to really sort of have your direction more to the right with the twist. Anyway, so Craig packed it up and just said, nah, look, I think this is looking a bit gnarly because the clouds come in and the visibility is not that great. And uh, Mark said, look, I'll just wait a bit. So he waited about an hour and then said, yep. So they had all the cameras lined up um, and he's come over and he's twisted to the left first, just chewing too much off and just went straight into these two enormous big pine trees. Wow. And he was uh, – so he, he broke uh, he broke his jaw, he broke his arm, I think he broke his leg. Uh, he had – he definitely had one uh, collapsed lung and I think maybe eight or ten ribs broken and so obviously enormous internal bleeding. So they had, they had to get him out of the snow taking, you know, taking into consideration full well that, you know, there might be a spinal injury yeah, or whatever. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and when I say out of the snow, he was buried. Yeah. Because he's hit the tree, come down, then all the snow's come down on top of him. So first they had to find him. Then they had to get him sort of of out of the snow in a resting position that was um, okay. Then the satellite phone's going off to try and get a chopper. The chopper was way slower than normal. Um, And then he was basically in and out of consciousness. They they, they sort of thought they'd lost him. Wow. And then the Red Bull, uh, the Red Bull behind the scenes rehab is ridiculous. Like what he did to get it. So he'd already qualified for the Olympics. And then um, in the Canadian snowboard team and then the rehab that he had to do over the next six months just to be basically walking but then with the... Um, Expectations of the... Of going to the Olympics. For slopestyle too. Not like, not an easy event that he does. It's like launching off the fucking 50-foot jumps. Like he's, he's had a lot... He's had like a... Apparently, like, I don't know the ins and outs of the like slope style, which is like going off the big jumps mm. at, like multiple times. But I think he's always been in the top two or three in the world for for that style of snowboarding. But he's had a 
horror run of injuries throughout his Ridiculous ten run, year, yeah. just because of how hard he goes, like how high he goes, how much rotation he's doing flips. Yeah, the um, I know he's had a few like ba- interrupted runs into Olympic games purely from just training and just doing so many crazy. Yeah, those things. guys are lunatics again. Fucking but if you're into crazy. snowboarding, get on and watch it. And uh, any of his brother's movies, Craig McMorris. Because he doesn't compete, he just does backcountry yeah. filming like a free surfer, I suppose. Yeah. They're, they're pretty good. Actually, yeah. they're not, not pretty good. They're fantastic. You listen to any good, watch any good over the weekend? Mate, I've watched, um, I watched uh, I think, I don't know if we chatted about it last week, but I watched over the weekend uh, the Bill Russell documentary on Netflix. So Bill Russell was um, an NBA player, played for the Celtics. Um, yeah. Is I it wa- good? I haven't watched that Unbelievable. One. He's, uh, he was the... He played, I think maybe Beric might have even discussed it. Anyway, played for the Celtics for, I think, 13 seasons, won 11 titles. Uh, I think he was the captain coach maybe his last season or two. Um, and it went on to win. Um, yeah, and it just goes through all the black, black, uh, you know, black rights. In, he's oh, going through right. it in the, through the early 60s into the early 70s and just that whole transition into, you know, equality and all that stuff. He's marching with Malcolm X and... You know, he gets on the front foot about, um, you know, the rights for black. So that's a Netflix net, net, Netflix docker. Yeah. Yeah, right. Amazing. Okay, and the uh, and the Mark McMorris one is on Red Bull TV. Okay. So, so you don't have to pay. Okay, well, there's two good ones. Satsy's not here. He's down in uh, in Newcastle visiting his dad. Um, shout out for Rick. Hope, hopefully, he's, yeah. uh, hopefully he's on sending the man. Sending our love, sending our energy. I think, uh, I think as of last night, I think he's on the improve, so hopefully that continues. But he's come in with the Satsy quickfire. Remember last time you had those quickfire questions yeah, that, huh. and you were speechless? Pretty full on those ones, but yeah. Let's, yeah, let's... this is a bit easier. But um, okay, Condo Woody, if you could be any sportsman in history, who would you be and why? That's a good one. Oh, these... It'd be, I'd probably, it'd be a toss up for me. I've got a couple. I'd, I'd either be, I'd love NFL. I'd either be Tom Brady, 22 years. Tom Brady. Top of the game. He walked straight into, he didn't walk straight into a championship team, but, you know, obviously had to battle his way in and, and took the role. But, you know, so, so much success, such a fun sport. Um, and, you know, his, his position, he was well protected, so he wasn't getting too lit up. Or I'd, Man, I'd, I'd almost want to be um, Kelly Slater. 30 yeah, years. I thought you might say that. 30 years at the top, 11 world titles, you know, every record under the sun and um, still at the top of his game, still surfing, you know, pipe and, and all these crazy waves at, as one of the best guys there and he's 51. So probably probably out of those two. And then, I don't know, maybe throw Ali or someone like that in to be out of box like he was. Something like that would be pretty cool. I'm going to uh, I'm going to go yesteryear. Oh, well, it's not really yesteryear, but I'm going to say Michael Jordan. Well, he was there too. Yeah, yeah. it'd be one of those guys. Federer, Federer would be. F- I mean, imagine being Leo Messi after the career he's had to, f- you know, f- probably play his last World Cup and get the win, and carry them. Like it'd be Leo Messi would be pretty sick too. Uh, and Satsy, my reasons for Michael Jordan. Um, number one, obviously, he was a great athlete. I love how he held himself. Maybe. Yeah, maybe he should have had a bit more humility during his career, but he was obviously ridiculously driven. More so since he's retired. What I love about Jordan is I love his shoes. Yeah. So he's got his own shoes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I love the fact that he owns his own golf course. Yeah. That he just turns up and he just he he decides who who the members are and 
you know, and it's pretty hard to get into apparently down in Florida. Um, and uh, I don't think there's uh, – they deliver – you know when you order a beer. So if, if we were to become members, Woody, and we're out there playing and you want to order a beer or whatever, everything's delivered in drones. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. So – Michael Jordan for me, Satsy. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to be, even Tiger Woods would be sick. Nah, I'm not sure. I, I thought about Tiger. I reckon it'd be too hard. He's just, I don't think he can do anything these days. Yeah, well. I mate, suppose Jordan can't do anything these days. Yeah. I don't know. You, I mean, obviously you've got to pay the price to be that good. So, I don't know. There'd be, there's, uh, yeah, there's a heap. But, mate, I, I'd say probably, because I love surfing so much, it'd probably be Kelly. Kelly. It'd be sick to be surfing that good when you're 51. So let's just nail it. Let, let's just uh, tighten it up a little bit. If we had to be a rugby league player, because it's about to start, three nights, who'd be your pick there, Woody? Yes, yesteryear or current? Oh, I'd have to be Johnsy for sure. <laughs> for sure. Johnsy, yeah. Okay, that's a good one. Johnsy, who would I be? I'd probably say uh, Steve Rogers, I think. Yeah, that'd be a good one. One of the great dragons. Yeah, I mean... Only because I grew up watching John Z, I, I reckon he'd be sick. To, obviously, one of the best players ever. I can't pick a Queenslander. I mean, Cam Smith would have been sick, but fucking Queenslander, it's hard to pick. I think him. of the current crop, I'd probably say, I'd say probably Pappenhausen. I'd say Tedesco. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or Tommy Turbo. Tom, or, yeah. Or Latrell. Maybe probably Latrell. Just run through people. They're all fullbacks. Yeah. Uh, Woody's Wellness Wardrobe. I know you're into it. The eight-week challenge has started. What did you get into on the weekend? Mate, we kicked off, uh, yeah, yesterday. So, well, there's a few things we got into and now there's a few things I can't get into. And the first, the big thing for me is sugar, taking that out. Um, is it working? Oh, fuck, I feel really weird. It's only been a day. And I mean, I, I don't eat a lot of sugar, but I generally have something every day. But once you can't, there's certain sauces, toppings, yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. You just, so you're being really strict. Trying to be, yeah. yeah. I've only been doing it for 24 hours. It's fucking hard to do. <laughs> but, you know, we're just getting into the strength side of stuff. So we've just been doing a bit of weightlifting and trying to get some um, trying to get some lean muscle on. And, yeah, just, tr- just going to try and do something every day. Not a lot, but just – and not super heavy. Just try and do As something. As in lifting? Yeah. Yep. Just a, like death by a thousand paper cuts. Just a little bit at a time every day and hopefully over those – um, 60 days or whatever it is, um, yeah, we'll have some better results. Beautiful. Right, our final word. Uh, we don't have Sati, we don't have BB. What's your final word, Woody? Uh, final word would be, well, I don't know if I really have one. A final word for me, it's just fuck, make some changes. <laughs> this sugar's spinning you out, isn't it's it? I can true. see. Yeah, I'm, I've got no energy. It's weird. Right. Take, take that out. Like My final word, try that. Try not having sugar for four days or five days, Monday to Friday. See how you go. Okay, I'm going to give that a crack till Friday. Fuck, good luck. <laughs> Righto, we'll catch you on Thursday. See you, boys. Don't smoke here. We only set fire through the microphones. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>